Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. Hi, this is Zach Booth from Papa Forge, and we are Out of the Closet Sports, your weekly podcast where we talk about all things sports from the gay perspective. How are you, Papa? 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 Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you hear me? (laughs) Wait a second. Where is Papa Forge, and who are you? Hi, I'm Melissa Rose Hirsch. I'm sorry. This is a gay sports podcast. Are you gay? No. Do you like sports? Um, a little. So what are you doing here? We'll get to that later. Yes. Okay. All right. All jokes aside, I want to introduce one of my besties. Do kids say besties anymore? Definitely. Okay. I feel like that's the thing that makes me sound old. Yeah. So bestie. What True are the, bestie. What do the young, young people say though? I am unfortunately a millennial, but I do believe that the Gen Z's are saying like so true bestie. Okay. Melissa Rose Hirsch, actress, singer, songwriter, voice teacher, birth doula, cancer, sister wife of my fiance, Jacob. You can find her at Melissa Rose Hirsch. That's two S's in Melissa on Instagram and on TikTok. Mm -hmm. An iconic friend. Thank you so much for coming in and stepping in this week. I love you. I'm so happy that you included my Zodiac sign and the fact that we are sister wives because what else would we be talking about if not those things? I wanted to make sure that I had all the important points. <laughs> I mean, you do a lot of things and you do all of them well. You are also my personal voice teacher. Yes. And so, Zach is an amazing singer. All you listeners should know. Well, there was an episode where I did try to sing some Backstreet Boys because they played it at a Mets game. And oh my they, God. they cut it off before I think think what is considered like the bridge where they like really go in. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to hear you. Oh, that key change. But that part, yeah. they cut it off early and I felt that that was homophobic. <laughs> that so, is so homophobic, actually. So, yeah, we did talk that about that. would never happen in my studio. No. I would always let you sing on the bridge. And you always do. <laughs> and I just want to point out that you, you know, I don't want to say you lied, but oh, I, no. I asked if you were gay and you said no. And you're not. But you were once for a minute. Was I gay for a minute? I thought that there was a really funny story about a shower you took once where for 30 (laughs) seconds you thought maybe you were gay. But then the next day it turns out that one of your friends came out to you. That that... is actually true because as a water sign cancer, Uh I am a witch. So I was in a shower and I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. I've only ever dated men. Suddenly I have this weird channeling message coming through I'm like am I gay and the very next morning one of my dear friends came out to me and she was like I'm gay and I was like oh that's what I heard I heard her voice I mean it's confusing enough having to grow up knowing that you're gay in a straight world but I think it would be even more confusing to be like so in touch with the universe that you think (laughs) you're gay just because other people are deciding that they're gay I really that was the day I was like well I'm full out a witch and you know I am still dating men, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a it is a burden you carry, and we appreciate it. Um, just to check in on the, you know, and, and I'll say this because Papa would want me to, the elephant that is not in the room. My sweet Papa Forge has had to step away, overwhelmed with all the positive attention that Rainbow Dads is getting and all the great stuff that they've got coming in their other ventures. So they needed to take a break, step back from the podcast for a little bit, but they will be back soon. We miss them so much, and we are so happy to have you here with us this week. I think we should just dive into the show. What do you think? Let's go. All right, great. We'll be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. 
Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And we're back. Melissa. <laughs> that was perfect timing. We're just going to lean into it. So for the first time on Out of the Closet Sports, we are recording live here in New York City. Yes, we are. And we're just not going to duck and cover every time that there's a siren or a horn. We're going to do our best mm-hmm. and we're going to just navigate our way through it. It's the big city. Um, speaking of the big city, uh, you know that I am the MVP of the Cyclones uh, from Big Apple Softball Come League. Come on, MVP. That? I did yes. hear a little something about this. Now, have you ever seen me play softball? Unfortunately, I never made it to Roosevelt Island. But <laughs> I will say you are the only friend of mine, aside from my fiance. Yes, it sounds nice on your mouth. Who has even considered coming oh my all God. the way out to Randall's well, Island. I feel honored to be on this podcast because I am a big sports watcher okay. of baseball i'll oh, say that i grew a sports up watcher of baseball yeah how i've was never that? heard a gayer <laughs> way of talking about sports you sounded like a gay man you know what honored well the thing <laughs> is like there's something about baseball i grew up my dad is like obsessed with baseball and i like that there's like slowness to watching it you can eat a hot dog drink mm-hmm. a beer and you gave me tickets uh, this season to see the Yankees and I me did. and my friend like blacked out and had the best day. So <laughs> it really did look like fun. I would love to drink a beer and watch you. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of fun out there. Uh, I'm sure the listeners are sick of hearing about it. <laughs> this fall, we also have fall ball. It's like a separate league that mm-hmm. we play in that you can sign up for. It's a lot less formal. There's a, there's some fun rules where they have like a, a reset where you can like, if somebody hits a home run and scores, you know, clears the bases you can have them redo the play and oh, so that's a way to like fun. mess up the other team or there's something called a pink ball where every run that scored on the pink ball counts for two so it's a really fun like informal yeah. fall ball well let me tell you every saturday since september it has rained oh my god i know we have not played one game you haven't gotten to play any yeah and like i'm sure that it's also been bad for the rest of the people that are trying to like live their lives <laughs> i know there's like York, weddings every weekend in the fall about them. <laughs> it's about I'm your baseball about game softball yeah softball, exactly. excuse me it's all right i mean that's that's a slip that will allow do you it's a similar sport do you prefer the big ball i <laughs> <laughs> yes, you fit right in. I knew you were going to nail this. I do prefer the big ball. Uh, it's it's more fun to play with. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm better at catching it. I'm better at hitting it, whatever that means. Um, Let's it, ask your fiance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll get him here for the next episode. Yeah, he'd be good on this. I feel like I know more about sports than him, though. Oh, certain. Well, actually... No, because you have to remember, he grew up in like a tennis family. His mom oh, that's right. He's ran a tennis... a tennis tournament. They were in a swimming community. He's always talking about the the pools, like the community pools in, in yeah. Lexington, Kentucky, where he's from, and how they would have like competitions against each other. Wow. And then he played a lot of baseball. Well, I will say, in my former life, as like a six-year-old to a 14-year-old, I was playing four sports, okay? Oh. Did you not know this about me? I don't know that I did. I didn't know there were enough seasons to play four sports. Well, I did soccer. I was a midfielder because I loved to run. Yeah, same. (laughs) You know? It's like so fun. You get that workout in. Love it. I did swimming. I was also a competitive swimmer. Like freestyle and butterfly were my strokes. Oh. Butterfly is the hard one. So hard. I could never figure out the legs and the arms, but that's anyway. It's very dolphin-like, you know? I kind of liked it. It's like hips involved. It's all that doula stuff. Of course you did. Um... And I also did softball. I was a catcher. Can you wow. even? Wow. Just in that squat position. Yeah. Also hours. also quite birthy. Yeah, it really is. This is all adding up. <laughs> and um, I played basketball, which I, I honestly got so nervous to the point where my coach would always be like, Melissa, calm down. Just pretend really? you're singing. Yeah, it gave me so much anxiety to the point where like my feet would like look like twinkle toes just dancing because I would just move through it. Wow. I don't I, know why see, basketball gave me. I picture you playing basketball. Really? That's the one that I'm like, oh, I see that in my brain. I'm like, yes, Melissa playing basketball well i actually played at madison square garden which is random what (laughs) yeah at halftime our coach i'm from just by you a little bit north of manhattan and she worked for the nit okay so 
every year during March Madness, she was like always working at the garden. So at halftime, at the final game of March Madness, uh-huh. we were in sixth grade and okay. we played a little match in front of everybody who was there at that was like their halftime performance, all these little kids playing basketball. So sorry, Zach, have you ever done that? Wow. I can't believe that I was like, do you want to be on my gay sports podcast? And you were like, I don't really qualify. And then somewhere hidden in the vault you had, I played a basketball game at Madison Square Garden. I really did. You get a lot of points for that, but you lost them for calling it a match. Uh, Oh, it's okay. We still love you. These, you know, these terms are tricky to keep track of, and I'm sure I mess them up all the time. Um, The reason that I bought up softball was not just to gloat about my MVP because there's an entire another episode. And listeners, if you haven't heard it yet, now's the time to go back and listen. You can hear all about my summer softball success. But in all of this downtime, thank you, that we have had with the rain, I have started to research like what other gay Mm. sports leagues are accessible to me. And I was really curious how accessible they are to people across the country. Because I don't know where our listeners are. But I thought, hey, maybe there's a way that I can share a resource. Yeah. Well, there is a resource. And it's pretty easy to find. So you probably don't need me to tell you about it. But it is the United States Gay Sports Network, USGSN.com. This website made me so happy. Like, it almost Mm. made me cry. Because you can just go state by state and city by city in states that have these leagues. And you can click on the state and it will tell you every single league and give you a link to how to register and get involved so like for example new york obviously we knew there were going to be a ton Mm -hmm. right yeah so you have like basketball billiards you know pool bowling boxing cheerleading climbing crossfit cycling dodgeball like all this stuff but then they have some things that i really (laughs) wasn't ready for like (laughs) esports like sure i don't know what esports is what is that i'm guessing that it's like gaming like you know video gaming sport honestly But then they have um, wrestling. And then I was sort of like, I don't know about like pickup wrestling. Like, I think you should. I think it sounds like hot. I see. I think it sounds too hot, frankly. <laughs> like, I don't know that I'd be able to control myself. A singlet is kind of like, it's one of my kinks. Like, I love somebody <laughs> in a singlet. They also have in New York something called Sundance. Oh. And then they have something called Outdoor Adventure Society. Hmm. Yeah. I have no idea. Sundance to me is something like I would like to pick up. Is yeah. it like a rain dance, but a Sundance? No. We can't do it on these weekends. <laughs> Certainly not on the rainy Saturdays of fall. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so speaking of Lexington, Kentucky, which is where my fiance grew up. Gosh, I just love the way it rolls off the it's tongue. It's so nice. So they have a gay cornhole league. Definitely which is tracks. Great. They have a gay kickball league and then they have a running walking league, mm. you know, so whatever stage of uh, movement you're at, yeah. whatever you're comfortable with in Lexington, Kentucky, you can go out and walk with a bunch of gays if you want well, to. Well, you know what? In a place like Lexington, Kentucky, that is, it really does bring a tear to my eye because there needs to be safe spaces. Yeah. And that is so beautiful. Yeah. We're building community. And I do think that you know, in a community that is already marginalized, the sporting gays are often overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. And so here we are, sporting gays. If you live in Lexington and you want to join a walking club, you, you can skip, you can sashay, you can Come walk on, as gay honey. as you want. Chanet. And then for a like a, a, well, I guess a deep cut is the wrong expression to use. But for what I thought was a more surprising thing that I came across on this website was Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. So Omaha, Nebraska has bowling, dodgeball, kickball, running, volleyball. Slay. Go off. Absolutely. Those folks in Omaha. Omaha. Yeah. They're having a gay sports dream out there. I feel like you and Jacob need to go on a trip to Omaha, eat some steak, play some volleyball. I would love that. I think he's been to Omaha and I think he had a really good time. Mm. I feel like he was there on tour, but maybe I'm getting that wrong. Probably. (laughs) I'm probably getting it wrong or he was probably there. (laughs) Maybe both. (laughs) Yeah, probably both. Um, Anyway, so... Go to usgsn.com if you're interested in participating in a gay sports league and see if they have something nearby you. I hope that they do. If not, uh, maybe you can reach out to them and see if there's a way that you can try to build a league. I know for softball, there is a a gay world series every year. We talked about this on another episode where all these teams from all around the country travel to a smaller city or a bigger city, I guess. I don't know why I said that sounded so (laughs) shady. A smaller city that's not New York. I'm so sorry listeners we're both new yorkers we love everyone in all cities of all sizes and we love you especially if you're listening to out of the closet sports (laughs) on any podcast platform um and just sort of in that vein i wanted to put out there that i read on a website 
that when I was searching for these leagues, I read that the Gay Games, which is an international uh, gay athlete competition, the Gay Games, is happening November 3rd through 11th. And it's actually co-hosted this year by Hong Kong and Guadalajara, Mexico. Wow. Yeah. and That's so iconic. It truly is. And to think that for those eight days in November, that in Hong Kong and in Guadalajara, right. there are going to be all these gays competing at yeah. the highest level in so many different kinds of sports, I think is really cool. Also, can we just shout out the alliteration of gay games? Gay I really games. appreciate that from the gay community. Come like on. making it poetic and straight to the point. What gay did you games. expect from us? I expected nothing less. It's just <laughs> like, you know, stay on trend and stay with it and tell me what I'm going to get with a little splash of poetry. Thank I wonder if the opening ceremonies are as ridiculous as I want to hope that they are. I feel like they are probably just so beautifully executed. No matter what they are, they look impeccable. And I just want to meet the person that is responsible for like organizing the opening ceremonies of the gay games. What do you think their sign is? Oh, they have to be. Okay. I have two answers for this. Uh-huh. I think they could be a Libra okay. because like Libras are all about aesthetic and like they want it to look sharp and good and Libras oh, are artistic. Sure. But I also could see it like your fiance being a Capricorn, somebody mm-hmm. who's really f***ing organized. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Can we do that here? Yeah, I'll bleep you out. All right, cool. That's all you want. <laughs> Just don't do it too much because the bleeping is kind of annoying. But we also have a whistle sound effect and I don't know, I might get a special sound effect just for you. Can we do a whistle tone Ariana Grande? Oh, all right. I can see if I can make that happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Listeners... Uh, keep listening because one of these days we're going to have a Whistletone Ariana Grande. That'll keep you around. We love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I can totally see that person with a giant clipboard. Yeah, You know, right? it kind of reminds me of my fiance's calendar, which is a giant dry erase board on the back of my door. I know it well because I can't get a dinner with either one of you without going up to that dry erase board. It's, I know it better than I know you probably. It governs my life. And I just think it's hilarious that in the year of... of, of 2023 i was gonna say the year of our lord but i like that joke is so tired on me just because of the oppression of organized religion absolutely Um, but in the year of 2023 that we have my fiance who is succeeding in a very competitive career at the highest level and it's operating on a dry erase calendar on the back of my door you know what works works yeah and you know what i can give him a hard time because as it turns out he's not really listening (laughs) Anyway, go to usgsn.com to check out any gay sports leagues in your immediate area and tune into the gay games November 3rd through 11th. I'm really excited to see the opening ceremonies. Definitely run by a Capricorn. Yes, we'll be back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so sad news out of the women's soccer world. Something that I really thought was important for us to talk about here on Out of the Closet Sports. Gay icon, soccer icon, American icon, Megan Rapinoe has officially retired. Sad. It is really sad. Uh, I guess she was playing in the the women's national league here in mm. the u.s and she announced that she was going to retire and play her last name her last game um in in october it's so interesting because as someone who's not deeply in the sports world i am someone who's deeply in the world of feminism mm-hmm. and i feel like women's soccer has been so iconic these past few years. Natalie Portman coming out, like I am an avid listener of We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon and Abby. Like I feel like I'm getting so immersed in this world of women's soccer because it is just full of these 
absolute legends and icons who are fighting for more money, who are fighting for like getting out there and being seen as equal among the men. And it's just so inspiring. I'm so, so grateful to women's soccer because I think they're making massive strides in the world for women. Certainly. And I think it's been going on for a long time. I mean, the, the women's soccer team, the United States women's soccer team has been much more competitive on the international yeah. level than the men's has and i remember in the 90s you know my my sister i think when the world cup was here in the u.s my sister and my dad went to a game like mia ham these soccer players oh that God. have been around speaking of mia ham when i was playing soccer back in the day my number was nine because uh, she was so amazing yeah. Mia Hamm was born number nine uh, see so i love this intersection of out of the closet sporks and feminism. Did I just call it out of the closet sporks? Spork. Kind of cute, actually. Yeah. Sounds a little like, gay. Uh, uh, yeah, spork, I guess, could be kind of gay. It's like a <laughs> camping utensil, but it's out of the closet. Well, we'd be silly to say that, you know, women's rights and gay rights are not intrinsically connected, right? Like fighting for each other. I always found that like gay men really understood me specifically when I was younger in a way because this like need for connecting people who are looked down on is really important. It is. And straight women have been some of our strongest allies along the way. And look, when, when Papa and I needed to needed some help and we were in a fix, who did we call? Mama. That's right. We (laughs) called mama, but yeah, (laughs) <laughs> women's women's soccer it's a huge deal Megan Rapinoe is a huge deal in women's soccer and I think she was a huge deal for queer representation in professional sports because mm-hmm. she just seemed so unabashedly queer and not that anyone can look gay but just the way that she was so bold in the way she presented herself yeah. like who can forget her coming out with her dyed hair in the in the world cup you know I did some research and was looking into some great articles that people wrote about her um, but the, the first time that I remember Megan becoming like this super gay icon was in this tournament that was leading up to the 2019 World Cup and uh, she had a great game and they were winning or they did win the game and she had this incredible performance and at the end of the performance she grabbed a rainbow pride flag from a fan Mm. and she was celebrating on the podium with her team and the trophy And it just felt like such an authentic gesture when it happened, even though it was such a big deal. But it wasn't something that felt staged when so many, you know, so many times things that when queers get to present publicly, it's like for the benefit of somebody else. You know, it feels like they're a prop. And this was just her inspired to have this moment. And they asked her about it. And she said, we're not in Pride Month, but I'm gay. So Pride Month is every month. Which I love. Yeah. I all I wanted to also support our fans and support those people in that community, the LGBT community that support us all the time. And that was just a little nod to them. And I'm a big gay wad. So nod to me too. <laughs> is that that not is amazing? so good. Also, I'm just thinking about that fan whose rainbow flag was taken. Yeah. I mean, that needs to be put in a museum. Of course. Like, and you know that story like still comes up every time she has all her lesbian friends over. Absolutely. For, you know, whatever, as it should. Whenever we're having on Saturday, Sunday dinner at the lesbian household. I'm sure for you seeing that, like that was such an eye-opening, like heartfelt moment. There's yeah. this... Do you know the musical Fun Home? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Fun Home is this story about like a lesbian coming of age. And the most amazing part of the show that I love is when she's a little girl, this woman who's a queer presenting woman walks into the diner that she's at with her dad. And she has this line when she's a little girl and she looks at her and in her head she hears the words, I know you. Mm. And she sings this beautiful song. And it always stuck out to me, no matter who you are, when you see someone who has you in them yeah you're like oh my god i know you and that i hope you felt that when you saw that i certainly did and i hope that a lot of of young queer people felt that way i'm sure that they did so so powerful you know and then after that to just go on to so much success i mean her soccer accolades are insane uh 2012 and 2019 world cup they won and she was on that team um, she did come out publicly in 2012. So like that, that anecdote that we were yeah. talking about from 2018 was like quite a bit after she came out. But just the fact that she made, I don't know, the fact that she did that, but then the fact that she <laughs> described herself as a gay wall. Yeah. It's just like, there's just like levels of activism, you know? And I Absolutely. think when you start describing yourself as a gay wad, you're really, you've leveled up. And talk about the sure. symbolism of seeing a 
pride flag next to a trophy. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And, and she also is somebody that wasn't uh, singularly focused on her own struggles. Um, she knelt during the national anthem in 2016, mm-hmm. which, you know, was, um, I believe, directly in response to, you know, Colin Kaepernick and the yeah. struggles that he had in the NFL and cause still continues to have. I mean, that whole situation is just insane that we probably need to devote a whole nother segment to it another day. But um, the fact that that man still does not have a job in the NFL blows my mind. But in solidarity, she did that. And then in 2017, uh, they actually passed a law in the the Women's National Soccer League saying, well, not a law, whatever. Do they have laws and leagues? (laughs) You know, a rule. Let's call it a rule. To them, it's a law. Yeah, they banned (laughs) kneeling. They said, you can't do it. Yeah, and they repealed it since then. But well, good. I just think it's like Ugh. shocking. And yeah, so she just, she gets right up in the face. So of, she's winning medals and she's like being a star legend activist. Like yeah. we love to see it. We do. Nothing we love less. Megan Rapinoe. We just want to say thanks for your activism. Thanks for your, you know, soccer badassery. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being a gay wad. Congratulations on an incredible career. Hell yeah. Now that you have all this extra time on your hands, if you want to come on the podcast, yep. Out of the Closet Sports, we'll have you here. I'm um, warming the seat for you. Yeah. And I'm not or, even gay. You know, Melissa could be here. She's really pretty. I don't know if that, <laughs> like, you know, helps get you in the door. Um, <laughs> Zach's really pretty, too, for yeah, all those I'm, listeners who don't know. <laughs> thank you so much, Melissa. I'll take that. Uh, anyway, cheers to Megan Rapinoe. Cheers. And we'll be back. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. All right. Now's the time that we've all been waiting for. We have to let our audience know why we've selected the fabulous Melissa Rose Hirsch to be our guest host today. And it is not just because you are an incredible actress singer-songwriter, doula, cancer, voice teacher, (laughs) sister wife. Let me tell you, this voice teacher will teach you how to sing from your I sure will. And even if you don't have one. Yeah, it is her thing. She'll teach you to sing from your pussy or your bussy. That's true. Whatever you've got, Melissa can teach you to sing from You heard it here first. Yeah, it is really good. So go over, follow her on TikTok, Instagram, learn how to open up that pelvis, and then you can also get educated on all things Taylor Swift. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that is why Melissa is here today. Okay, 60 seconds or however much time you need. Give me your Taylor Swift resume. Oh, my God. My Taylor Swift resume? I've never had to do this. Yeah. So I have been a lifelong Swifty. Lifelong. Lifelong. I got involved in Taylor Swiftism because she was the first person <laughs> who ever started when I was 15 speaking of stories that felt like stories that I had been existing in. Oh. It was the first artist that made me like feel something inside of me although I was singing often it was the first time I felt like my thoughts were on another voice Aww. I've been to every single concert of hers since uh 2008 wow I have not missed one not a single concert missed since 2008 yeah and I have grown with her I think that she is the voice of women in music wow absolutely to the grave and now She's taking over the NFL. Yes, she is. This I'm so happy for her. Is so exciting for me, for you, for women, for men, well, for humans. I think we do need to discuss that some people in the Swift society yes. are upset that she's dating a man because there are a lot of theories that she is a queer woman. It's called Gayler. Okay, well, thank you so much for bringing it back to Out of the Closet Sports. Come on. I appreciate, we appreciate that inclusivity. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me about this Gayler. Wait, that's like a, a thing. Oh, that? 
That is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. So a lot of people um, in like who believe in Gaylor, which I'm not saying I don't. Swifties okay. love you all. We That is the thing about the Church of Swift. We all love every sector of really? us. Oh my God. Okay. Well, no, actually this is an important time. I should, I should interject because this is convenient. Yeah. We did want to say that Melissa is not gay and she's on a gay sports podcast. I'm not a Swifty and we're talking about Taylor Swift. So what we're saying to our audience today is gay people, this is a safe space for Melissa. We're not going to come for her. And Swifties, please, this is a safe space for me. He's a you good guy, You cannot come for me, okay? <laughs> I come in peace. I want to just spread your, your word. Well, this is what Swifties are amazing at. It doesn't matter when you join us. We will always welcome you okay, with that's open good to arms. Know. Oh my God, we're the best. Well, we love know, everyone joining our... people are scared of joining clubs. You know, <laughs> we just never know when it's going to go our way or not. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay, great. This is well, a good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm dipping my toe in. I'm considering going to the movie. Oh, I'm pulling you in. <laughs> okay, I'm going to the movie. <laughs> um. So Gaylor, yeah. Essentially, there are all these... Um, Rumors, I'll call them because I will never say about Taylor's dating life without like with like full positivity because sure. none of us know yeah. um, that she had a really beautiful relationship with Carly Kloss in her 20s. Wow. And that a lot of the music off of 1989 and Reputation, her two albums, uh, are about Carly Kloss, Diana Agron. There's um, theories about Wait, Diana Agron from American Glee. Idol. No, Glee. Oh, Glee. You know, the what? blonde cheerleader. Oh, okay. Who yeah. was I thinking? Was there an American Diana Idol? Diana DeGarmo. Oh, there was. Queer icon. Yes. Oh, really? Here we go. <laughs> I don't go. know if she's gay, but okay. she is a queer icon. Yeah, I she feel. is. I was like, I just <laughs> Anybody can't who can stop belt making that it gay. <laughs> she at least has gay best friends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anyone definitely. that can sing like that has gay best friends. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't personally exist in the land of Gaylor, but come on. Okay. The song Dress, people yeah. think, is like totally gay. Um, she has some lyrics that are like, I don't want you like a best friend. Uh, I only wore this dress so you could take it off. So you never know. Taylor might be dipping her toe in the land of bisexuality, which will support whatever we she does. We love bisexuality. Also, it's a spectrum. So she's wherever she wants to be on whatever day of the week it is. She's a billionaire Has doing she, her thing. She's certainly <laughs> doing fine. Uh, and this podcast is only going to help her. So you're welcome, Taylor. You're welcome. And if you want to come you. on the podcast, um, Melissa will come back that day. I have a feeling. I actually don't think I could like do that. No? No. no oh, no, no. wow. You'd be too scared. <laughs> I would just sob a Has lot. Has she ever said anything publicly about the Gaylor or about her sexuality? Not about Gaylor, but, you know, in the beginning of her career, a lot of people were uh, very upset with her because she wasn't coming out politically. Yeah. She wasn't coming out about like anything supporting gay people. And a lot of her fan base was gay. Mm -hmm. But um, she then released the song, You Need to Calm Down. And she made sure that everybody on the like production side was gay. She made sure that everybody in her cast, it was like full of like the queer eye cast. And she had Todrick Hall. Like she oh, filled the music video with gay people. I and, didn't know that. Oh my God. Yeah. You Need wow. to Calm Down is all about, it's dedicated to the gay community. Well, like the way that our world works, I did know about the hate and the backlash and I was a little annoyed, but mm. I also understand that um, all, all art is, at some point becomes like involved in capitalism in like a disgusting way. And, you know, like at some point, like she did kind of come into the industry in like a country, like yeah. wasn't she sort of like starting. So I can kind of see how like just as a human being yeah. to go from being successful in that world and what you have to present and to just want to be able to get your music out there to then becoming a star. Right. And then finding your voice inside of that mm -hmm. and the bravery to step out of like whatever the confines of your success were in order to like use your voice. Like uh, it sounds like she came through. Well, and really, if you watch her documentary, Miss Americana, you see that it's all if, her. If you watch her documentary. <laughs> I'm making him do it. Uh, you see that it's all her team and she always wanted to come out about it and she's sobbing and she's telling her team she's like I'm not being quiet anymore I oh, need to do this and it was wow. when she transferred into pop and you know she was in her late 20s you have to remember that when she started she was like 15 wow a girl yeah a girl with a guitar whose whole t whose team was telling her every move to make so as she grew and as she realized what was important to her she really she chose the gay community over and over again. Well, I'm a fan. I, you, As you know, I've started listening to a lot of her music. I'm obsessed with her lyrics. What is that lyric in the, the narcissism uh, masquerading as altruism? Oh, um, did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguised as altruism, like wow. some kind of congressman. Whoa. 
Wow. All right. <laughs> let's let's pivot back to the the inside of the reason that you're here. Let's yeah. pivot back to the reason that we're here. So she is in a relationship with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, she is. I am now a Chiefs fan. Yeah, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey. So I took I have some notes here just because, you know, I don't want to make any mistakes in front of the Swiftiverse. Is it is that it? The Swiftiverse? No. We don't call it the Swiftiverse. Oh, Swifties. Swifties of the Swiftiverse. Uh so July eighth. That is allegedly the first contact at the Eras Tour at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, July twenty sixth, mm. a few weeks later. Travis says on his podcast that he wanted to give Taylor his number. So, Travis, you have a podcast. We have a podcast. If you want to come on our podcast, we'd be welcome. We welcome you with open arms. If you and Taylor want to come on together, maybe this is the place that you guys, you know, want to be interviewed first. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Um, You know how to get in touch with me. July 26th. So, Travis says on his podcast that he wanted to give Taylor his number. Okay. Do you know how? No. On a friendship bracelet. Oh, which is speaking I the language of Swift. Okay, it is. Oh my God. That's why like a lot of us, we're just like A plusing Travis because he's this like man who doesn't exist in the world that like feels like pink sparkly friendship bracelets. And he was like, I know how to get to the most successful woman in the world right now in music. I'm going to talk her language. He made a friendship bracelet with his number on it. So hot. Wait, he put his number on a friendship bracelet? Yeah. Wow. Come on. Like... Talk dirtier to me. That is amazing. It gave me the chills. All right. So he did that on July 26th. And then on September 21st. So this is months later. Because mm-hmm. I knew like that this was brewing. People yeah. were talking about yeah. it. Um, on September 21st, he said, I've seen you rock the stage at Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead and see which one's a little more lit. I mean, come on. And then shortly after, on September 24th, that there was, she was the day that the world changed. And, you know, he really did rock that stadium at Arrowhead that day. Yeah. If I recall correctly, he was like, mm, oh, God. Here we go. Talk <laughs> about sports. You can do it. He was tight ending his yes. way into the end zone. He was catching nonstop. a lot of passes, scoring a lot of touchdowns. She, I'll never forget her jumping up with joy. He just goal after goal. goal. <laughs> <laughs> touchdown that was there a joke team got touchdown it <laughs> after touchdown goal after goal what a match <laughs> no uh he did have a great game yeah and i mean the chiefs are a great team I mean, they're stacked and we love to see their success um but anyway so that's the timeline i got that all i got that all you right. did good how are you enjoying being a football fan you know in all seriousness i do have to say that my dad is a Jets fan. Sorry, Giants on that's your shirt. Okay. <laughs> you know, they're the worst team in the NFL and that's okay. Oh, <laughs> so my whole life, you know, I grew up with my dad watching football on Sundays. Like he's a sports guy and I didn't really give a shit. And now I find myself tuning into games because Taylor's there. Sorry, everybody out there. But that is why I'm tuning in and why a lot more people are tuning yeah. in. Millions of more people. The it numbers seems. are through the roof. Staggering. Yeah. So I'm tuning in, and I have people like you being like, "Oh no!" So like that yard line is this, and I and I feel like I'm learning it. I didn't even know it, what a tight end was until yeah. Travis. And I remember when the Jets were playing the Chiefs. I called my dad, and I was like, "You lost," and he did not like that. Let me yeah. tell you, he was like, "You can't just show up and bully me." I was like, well, "You know what? You're right." He has a point. Yeah, but uh, we talked on the phone the next day, and I was like, "So, you know, the the coach of the Jets, he was really upset at the end of that game, and the refs wasn't treating him. What ended up happening there? I swear, my dad's face." lit up Aww. in a way that I've like he was like really excited to talk about this thing with me and that made me happy as a daughter that we both could be invested in the same thing for completely different reasons but she got me to that stadium and she's getting a lot of people to that stadium and we're like kind of invested in the sports shockingly well we love that and I think that there is there is healing we've talked about that a lot on the podcast that for Queer people growing up, uh, a lot of times sports felt toxic, mm. despite whether you wanted to participate or not. The culture of sport felt toxic. The hyper masculinity that is presented right. uh, in a lot of sports fandom can feel really threatening and mm-hmm. scary to us. But I had never considered that also maybe for women trying to communicate with their fathers that are really invested in sports, right. that it maybe feels like a language that they're not allowed to speak or that it's not somewhere that they're allowed to participate right and that maybe this is also going to give an opportunity for like you know fathers to 
I, I mean, I feel like I sound like such a traditionalist, you know, like anyone can it's be a, a window, uh, right? It's a window. It anyone is. can be a fan of anything, but I think we know that there are so many dads there that just go MIA on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if for their, you know, daughters and sons who are Swifties, maybe now they have, you know, an avenue, a topic, like maybe they can have something to talk about. Yeah. I mean, for us, like we had the best time watching that Jets game. Oh my God. I suddenly like, it was so cool to be like, let's go get a beer yeah. and watch the game. Like yeah. I also felt as someone who doesn't necessarily understand the game yet, I'm getting there. Yeah, she is getting there. It, it was so fun to feel like I was a part of a sports community. Yeah. Genuinely drink a beer. We ordered a pizza. Mm-hmm. We were like jumping up and down when somebody did something good on either side really but now i'm like i have to commit to the chiefs you know but it was fun and i i've never felt like a sporty gal as an adult but i feel like a part of something and i understand like i never thought i would know a schedule of when the chiefs are playing but i do and they're playing really well and she's been there every game not every game but she's been a lot lot of of i think she's been at three Uh already as we said already the ratings are through the roof now there was a little bit of pushback Right? Football From, fans got mad. They did not they like mad. us being there. How about that TikTok trend? That oh, was hilarious. It is so good. It's really, really good. So I'm sure everybody has seen it, but there are these, uh, am I getting it right? That the there are these Taylor Swift fans uh-huh. that are sitting down with their husbands and they're saying, did you see that Travis- Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? Yeah. Which like, it's just such an, like, you're obviously instigating, but it's true. I mean. Well, I'm curious. What are your thoughts when someone says Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? Does that make you feel activated in a certain way? No. I think that's 100% accurate. Look, it's not that he wasn't on the map, but he was on a specific page. Right. right? She's on the world. Right. Like, you know? She is a, a world-class, like, iconic huge star i mean her tour has boosted the economy of every city that she's gone into she's like regularly handing out six-figure bonuses to her truck drivers putting everybody in fancy hotels when Mm -hmm. things go wrong you know she is out there just spreading the wealth right and i'm sure she could do more but i think she's doing great at least from where i sit what do i know as a swifty i have to say she's doing so much she's doing great travis kelsey at the top of his game yeah playing on the best team in the NFL, Mm -hmm. arguably, but I really do think they're the best team and they have been consistently for years. Maybe the best at his position seems to be a pretty humble guy, but is not anywhere near as popular. I mean, his his numbers on his jersey sales have been astronomical. (laughs) I think it was like 300% up or something, right? of course. And like, that's great for him, aside from the fact that he's in love, which is the thing that is the most important thing. But- I also think it's so hilarious that the NFL is just leaning in. Perhaps it's for capitalism. Perhaps it's for whatever, sure. for numbers. The NFL is putting quotes from her more niche songs yeah. being like, we had the best day with you today. That is a song Taylor wrote about her mom in her teenage years. Like the NFL making their Twitter bio, Taylor was here. I'm like, this woman rules the world right now she really really does and i don't think that anyone can deny that she's everywhere and the nfl they put out a a comment where they said that uh it is a pop cultural moment that we've leaned into hell yeah as they should yeah it's like a a world changing pop cultural moment and it's it's game changing to Mm -hmm. use a sports reference for them and i think that i can see you know, I think it was like early October that some of the articles started to come out where our fans were complaining about the coverage that Taylor Swift was getting. Right. There was one game in particular where I think the other the team that they were playing had a bad play and they went right to her in the box, which like to show her celebrating like they're bad. Right. Mm. And she wasn't paying attention yeah. in the way that they wanted them to, which is like, okay, so now we're going to like police the way that people watch football games. Yeah. Like, I definitely I'm sorry. don't support that. I, I see so many fans that are so drunk at sports games that there's no way that you're watching the game. You're spending so much right. time online getting beer and getting smashed. Like, I do have to say too, to bring it back to feminism, because that is a big, beautiful thing in my life. Yeah. That the way in which historically, uh, women have been looked at as hysterical in fan culture, in fandom, how we dress up and we faint and we scream in the time of Elvis, right? If you look at it in a sports lens, sports fans 
dress up, who are typically men, right? Yeah. Dress up, paint their face, yeah. drunk, scream. And yeah. it's never been looked down on in a hysterical way. Yeah. And historically, women have been looked down on in that way. Yeah. So I think it's so unbelievably powerful that the biggest fan base in the world is the Swifties, I would say. Maybe next to Beyonce, we're like equal. The Swifties coming and sharing an arena, which by the way, Taylor Swift sold out mm-hmm. a few months back. She sold it out. <laughs> 70,000 plus seats every And I'm night. sure the tickets were more expensive than the Chiefs game. Definitely. I waited in that queue. Happily. Uh, you know, to see these two groups of people who are essentially doing the exact same thing for the thing that they die for, the thing that they love, gathering in the same arena, and taking a look at the way that we look at women and taking a look at the way that we look at men is a really fascinating study, in my opinion. Truly, truly. The layers of this, uh, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. We've talked about, uh, we played a really funny game where, like, reading a book about a gay family won't make your kid gay. But, <laughs> you know, painting their face at a football game might. Just sort of, like, poking fun at the idea that, like, <gasps> why good. can't we realize that we're all sort of playing the same game? We're all doing the same like, stuff. Like, you don't want a gay pride parade in your town? Like, go to the parking lot of any football stadium for like the two hours before and the three hours after (laughs) and tell me that it's not a gay pride parade without the rainbows you've got people blowing whistles you've got people like dressed up to the nines there's food being served of course the food is better at the pride parade but you know or we don't really eat because of what we might be getting into after the pride parade (laughs) um but yeah this is so i i also wanted to just say that like the nfl's been around for a long time there have been a lot of famous partners oh yeah of nfl players giselle famously was married to tom brady aaron Rodgers dated the nascar racer danica patrick and uh shailene woodley Mm -hmm. the movie star um there's a a nfl player namdi asamoa who is uh, married to kerry washington and he's now an actor in his own right um and then years ago there was an actress uh holly robinson pete who was married to a football player rob uh Rodney Pete, and she was on 21 Jump Street. Uh, Reggie Bush dated Kim Kardashian, yes, famously. famously. Kim Kardashian came to football games. I was aware of all of these things. Not like this. Nothing. Like, this felt like a record was skipping. Yeah. You know, it was just like, ah, 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 but, like you know, what is happening? The reason that it is so interesting with Taylor is that every time she does something, it does feel like a record is skipping and breaking. I mean, she just consistently changes the game if you will she just constantly is reinventing the wheel and i think that is what we just love about her because if taylor can do anything then so can we she really is our modern day barbie but i don't i don't want to say that i think she did this intentionally absolutely we think she fell in love right no now here's the thing i think it's all based in real feelings i don't want to say like she's deeply in love i don't know how invested she is that's fair i think she's really 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 enjoying it because she doesn't do anything with half of her heart yeah she is if she's in she is in and it people are like oh she's only doing this so she can write a breakup song i'm like okay first of all quiet down (laughs) yeah second of all why don't we just let this girl do what she's doing yeah. and see what she does about it? She's always going to let us know one day. Yeah, she will. She will. She'll put it in a song. But she'll never do it just for a song. That's not her style. Well, I think it would like take the sincerity out of her work. And I think that the Swiftiverse, as I've <laughs> Please, named it. Please, never okay. in my I can't stop saying presence. it. The Swifties. Uh, the Swifties of the Swiftiverse would, <laughs> would smell that Absolutely. right away. And they wouldn't be interested. You know, the thing that's so amazing is like a lot of like psychologists end up going to the eras tour because they're like what is this fascination with this person and they found that she speaks in a way for a generation that we've never felt seen before like that she also in specifically the eras tour takes you backwards in time and you remember where you were when you were 14 17 22 26 Mm -hmm. and reliving it is therapeutic and like reconditioning yourself in a new memory so she's really doing the work of psychology and the work of feminism taylor swift doing the work of psychology you heard it here first the eras tour therapy (laughs) coming to a city near you well no not now because it's over but no it's not it's still happening oh she's still on tour that girl is nonstop. oh whoops She's I, going like through South America, then she's going to. Please like, don't punish me, Swift Diverse. No, 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 it's okay, you guys. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. No, I, uh, I do think that like, if we had to say it this way, the NFL needs Taylor Swift a lot more than Taylor Swift needs the NFL. So uh, retweet. Sorry, I said it. Sports fans. It's true. I mean, the NFL's public image outside of sports often 
is about bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, like we can unpack that on another episode and why do we have to talk about these people's private lives the way that we do and, and that there's probably something evil underneath all of that on behalf of like the owners and the people that right, run the NFL. Right. But in terms of like who this is benefiting more, I, oh my I, god! It's like there aren't any more seats at the tour, so <laughs> it's not like she's selling more tickets. Yeah, like she doesn't need it. But the NFL games are certainly selling out. Also, I have to say that for all those dudes on TikTok who were upset about the on the map trend, yeah, Travis was at um, a game with his brother Jason. I know all about sports. Yes. <laughs> Very recently, I think a few days ago. He was and, at a baseball game. Yeah, he was at a baseball game. Yeah. And a fan walked up to him and made a friendship bracelet. And it said, on the map. And he thought it was so funny. Oh, he wore that it. is hilarious. So he's like really on board for yeah. this. And I think it's a cool moment. I, I think, think it's, it's a cool moment it's for super chill. masculinity. It's really good for all of us. And it brings all of us together. It gives us something exciting to talk about. I never thought I'd ever be on a sports podcast. Well, so. I never thought I'd be talking about Taylor Swift on a sports podcast. <laughs> Do we think... What do we think is going to happen if she misses a game and they don't play well? Like, what do we like? Because that they're going to they're going to pick apart every single thing that happens. I think people will also say if she is there and he doesn't do well. Once again, I think people want to blame women whenever they can. Oh, okay. And I think that blaming anybody but the person who it's on and it's not even a blame thing is yeah. i mean come on can you imagine performing perfectly at every single game That's what does true. it have to do with your love life do you think the relationship will suffer if she's not able to get to the games like do you think part of the reason that the relationship is successful is because her presence does sort of like stroke the male ego a little bit mm, that's an interesting question no because he's the best in the nfl yeah he I'm excited about their union because I think he's a match for her in a very different league. She's been busy dating musicians and actors, and they're great muses. I've done it myself. But uh, eventually, you need somebody who's equal level as you in a totally different game. Okay. And I think that he has a big, beautiful ego, and so does she. And I think that they respect each other, and I think that they inspire each other uh, not in a, a, like, gritty – actory musician-y way in like a beautiful inspirational way okay last question do we think there's any chance that she will perform with usher at the super bowl halftime show she's way too big no she's way too big to perform with usher i think she's way too big to perform at the halftime show wow i mean i would fight anybody to get those this is this is when the swifties start to get a little scary (laughs) too big to perform at the halftime show i really do think she's too big think about it beyonce did the halftime show beyonce is a queen legend icon bow down period okay careful (laughs) you hear them they're out there i'm part of (laughs) y'all however swifties will sell out that stadium yeah like, oh, I think will. the NFL knows that, like, we'll get there. And I do believe that the sports fans deserve to be there. Listen, if she if she performs with Usher, can't wait. I'll yeah. be there screaming my head yeah. off. I just, I feel like she would definitely be, like, helping Usher out. I love Usher. You know, Usher's yeah. iconic. I mean, anything she touches, she's helping out. Yeah. Wow. Look at Ranch. Seemingly just, Ranch. Seemingly Ranch. Come I was going to ask you, like, about the sauce, but now we're here. The Seemingly yeah. Ranch. Anything she touches is going to blow up right now, so... No, I don't think she'll do the Super Bowl right now. Okay, she won't do the Super Bowl. I just want to say, like, Beyonce did the Super Bowl and the power went out. The power went out. She broke the stadium. As she should. So there's probably a good chance that Taylor Swift would break the stadium. And the internet. And Beyonce and Taylor Swift, we know, are friends. Oh, my God. It's the best thing ever. Beyonce showed up at the the movie premiere, right? Beyonce is so an amazing, amazing role model because so much of everything that happened with Kanye West back in the whole VMA scandal when she was younger was the person who healed her was Beyonce. And wow. I think a lot of people, even in this moment, I'm like, I love you. Please know I love Beyonce too. Yeah. Right. There are these two fandoms that like, they want to outsiders want to put us against each other when Beyonce and Taylor are like, like we love same each team. other. Yes. Yeah. Same iconic team. Like I love being a part of both of their families. Right. We can leave it on that note because we're safe. We've talked to the sports people. We've talked to the Swifties. We've appeased the Beyonce fans as well. Yeah. The gays, let's hope that they're not unhappy with us. In I this love moment. you, gays. You've made me who I am. And and I love you, Swifties. And I look forward to riding a rocket ship to the Swiftiverse someday with all of you. 
And now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast. It's game time. Are you ready for game time? I am ready. All right. So this week, I thought it would be really fun if we could find a game where you had to tell me if something was a Taylor Swift quote or a Travis Kelsey quote. Let's do it. I did some searching and BuzzFeed did the dirty work for us. Thank you, BuzzFeed. (laughs) So they posted an article on October 24th that is Taylor Swift or Kansas City Chiefs quote, you tell me. Let's go. Yeah, let's play and we'll just play along. And then I have some extras for you at the end. Now, are these song quotes? I don't think so. I think they're just... Life quotes. quotes. I think song quotes would be too easy for you. I know. I'm a little nervous. We're going to. Well, we need to challenge you. You're right. I need to to learn a little bit more. We need to challenge the Swiftyverse. So who said it? If I do something wrong, I'm livid. I take it that seriously. Was it Taylor Swift or a Kansas City Chief? If I do something wrong, I feel like that is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It sounds like a a sports person. Hell yeah. It was. It was Travis Kelsey. Exactly. It wasn't any chief. It was Travis. And it was in an interview in GQ. Good for him. All right. Who said it? I'm the type of person I have to study to get an A on the test. Um, Perfectionist somebody? Well, is that about perfection or is that someone being like, in order to do well, I must. Oh, self-deprecating. Yeah. Mm. Sounds a little sporty to me. Okay, we're going to go. Kansas City Chief, you're oh. wrong. It was Taylor Swift. She said it back in 2013 in Vanity Fair. Wow. Damn, I really should have known that. You lost a Swifty point there. Oh, I keep looking over hurts. the camera like it's on. It's not. <laughs> Who said it? We're just entertaining people, and it's supposed to be fun. Was it Taylor Swift or Kansas City Chief? Well, that could work for both. Yeah, it really could work for both. I do know that fun is really important to Miss Swift. Mm, all right. We're guessing Taylor Swift. I'm going to guess a Kansas City Chief because it says we. Oh, it was Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's and all she about that fun. 2019 Rolling Stone interview. All right. Who said it? This is so weird. If you like chocolate cake and you eat a piece and then you have one dangling in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that too. <laughs> I'm going to say Kansas City Chief. I hope it's Taylor Swift. I know. That would be cool. It was Aww. a Kansas City Chief. It was the, their coach, Andy Reid. You know, shout and out to Taylor Swift, though. She's had a really long and like rigorous journey with foods and dieting. Oh, and really? Yeah. So I almost wish that was her, too. Yeah. But she's been really vocal about how she's like, I used to not let myself eat, and now I eat everything. And oh, proud good. of her for talking about that. Good. I'm it's glad that she's stuff. healthy. And I think it's yeah helpful for people to, to hear about that. I mean, you can never do the Eras Tour. It's like, talk about athleticism without eating a huge meal before that. I haven't seen it yet, but... I'm I will understand soon. I know. <laughs> athleticism. A look at the crossover. Oh, my God. She's such an athlete on that tour. She a dancer? Not really, okay. but she dances really well in this tour. And, like, it's a three-hour set of standing up. Um, there are so many, like, people who do engage in the sport. And they are like, that is looks like the hardest workout I've ever seen. And it wow. is. And she does it like a star. All right. She's a dancer. Well, not. No, yeah, yeah. She is. She is. Who is it? Respecting people is an important part of life, whether it's the person doing janitorial work or the person above you. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm going to respect you. 100% Miss Taylor Swift. Wrong. <gasps> it was oh. Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs. I oh. mean, not to say, this doesn't mean that she wouldn't feel that she way. She would feel that way too. And I like that her man's uh, coach feels that way. Yeah. Oh, this is good for what we were talking about earlier. Obviously, anytime you're standing up against or for anything, you're never going to receive unanimous praise. Mm. Wow. I feel like I, I have to like, say Taylor, Yeah, I right? think it's Taylor talking yeah. about those challenging times. Yeah. Yeah. And it is her. She talked about standing up to, oh, to Scooter Braun. Oh, yeah. Variety in 2020. Screw that guy. Wow. Loser. I can't wait for him to bump into Travis Kelsey in a dark alley. Oh, my God. I would pay to see that. Yeah. Oh, what a wow. moron. Really. Truly. Thank gosh he's gone. Everyone's dropping him. Everyone's dropping yeah. him. Well. Listen to Midnight's. Don't mess with Taylor. Literally don't mess with Taylor and listen to her song Vigilante Shit on Midnight's album okay. and she'll tell you everything about it. See, I'm actually nervous for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like if this relationship doesn't go well, Good I luck. don't think that they're ever going to sell another ticket. They'll never win another title. Mm, yeah, we just won't care. So good luck. We just won't care. You don't can fuck do it, it up, Travis. But no one will pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who said it? They don't know how hard they work. They don't see you work on the basics. They couldn't possibly know. Feels sporty to me. Yeah, it does feel sporty. 
Anyway, yeah, anyways, who was that? Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I know all about him. Of course you do. You know, his wife, Brittany, and Taylor were getting dinner. I know that him and Travis are really close. I know that he's like maybe the <laughs> best quarterback in the NFL. Is that right? I know all about him <laughs> as it pertains to Taylor Swift. He is, definitely. I also think his voice is really interesting. As a vocal coach, he yeah. has that really like intense really? kind of like open sound okay patrick mahomes if you want to come on the podcast we'll throw in a free voice lesson absolutely okay. i would give him three. Oh, three free voice lessons patrick mahomes if you want to come on out of the closet sports and you don't have to talk about travis and taylor but if you do we'll be so gagged <laughs> okay who said it he caught me at a moment in my life where i was down in the dumps i didn't really think much of myself sporty you think i'm like this is definitely taylor sport oh it is sporty you're right it was travis kelsey oh he was talking about his coach at the University of Cincinnati Love that. when he was struggling. University of Cincinnati. He's a Bearcat, is he CCM not? CCM Bearcat. Come on, Bearcat. The crossover again. I mean, that's that's pretty gay friendly. Yeah, come on. They have the best musical theater program in the country. They do. The and the, the football stadium we've talked about on the podcast is like built into the campus. Wow. It's like sunken in. The campus is like built up around it. So you could definitely hear the football games from like the practice studios mm. where my fiance was practicing that his cello so true. and playing voice lessons for Broadway stars. Um, who said it? I try really hard to keep it light, joy, enthusiasm, excitement. Those are sort of my chief attributes. Chief. Mm. I feel like it's gotta be Taylor. All right. Well, it, I feel like they're throwing us I by know saying they are. chief. Mm. It is Taylor. Kind of cute. Oh, we got seven out of nine correct. We scored better than 93% of all other quiz takers. Good for us. So I have some other ones that I think oh. are interesting, and I want to know who you think said these. Okay. There's more to life than dating a guy on the football team. In your life, you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team. Wait, is it a lyric? It's a lyric. Oh, so in you know. 15. Wow. But isn't that amazing that now she's dating a guy on a football team? In her concerts, whenever she sings that part, there's a big pause because she was singing about a boy who broke her heart when she was 15. And she's wow. saying to her friend, in your life, you'll do things greater than dating the boy in the football team. And she looks up at the crowd and we all scream. And wow. now she's dating a guy on a football team. It's kind of beautifully wow. full circle. Well, I guess... That was an easy one because <laughs> I was trying to avoid the lyrics, but oh no, I like that you put that one in. And I also love that there's like this important moment in in her concerts. It's in her lure. Oh my gosh, and it's the most important. What's part. gonna happen when she sings it now? Oh, we're gonna go feral. We have to we have to get to a Taylor Swift concert as soon as possible. And Honey, good happens. luck. Where where is it now? We I think it's going go to Brazil in mid November. Yeah. Okay, Brazil. Here we go. Honey, Anybody? I think you're you're. Shit, I love. Okay, any of our <laughs> listeners that are uh, able to give us a ticket, two tickets to the Brazil Eras Tour and flight and accommodations, uh, we would really appreciate it. Seeking sponsors. Yeah, Melissa and I will be there. Um, just DM us on Instagram at Melissa Rose Hirsch, at Zach Boothdorf, at Out of the Closet Sports. Mm -hmm. Who said it? I sing in the morning. I hope that's Travis. It was Travis Kelsey. Oh, Isn't that cry. great? They he are sings kind in of the morning. perfect for each other. Yeah. I wouldn't even say I'm not good at dancing. I just say I'm not shy to movement. Who said it? Oh, is it Travis? It is Travis cool. again. But I thought that was a good one. A good one. Because you were just telling me about uh, Taylor's anti-dancer her like journey i think she's always felt like a dancer but i think a lot of people on the outside have always been like "Ugh, she is not a good dancer but okay. it's kind of the charm of her that she's kind of like wiggly i love that for her okay who said it i hate drama <laughs> taylor me no uh everybody <laughs> says that but it was travis oh yeah you know taylor has a quote a song quote i swear i don't love the drama it loves me oh yeah i they really are a kind of a match made a in special heaven. special connection. Okay. Uh, this is a good one. Who said it? Nobody can make fun of me better than me. Hmm. Taylor? It was Travis. Oh, my God. You're throwing me off by putting all these Travises in a row. I know. That's really cute of him. I like him a lot. Well, all I had left was Travis quotes. The oh. other ones were used in the BuzzFeed article, so I didn't have any more <laughs> Taylor quotes. So all I could do was give you Travis, Travis that quotes. That was good. I and failed. The, the best one being, I enjoy being the show he said that yeah wow said, i enjoy being the show you know sometimes you just got to meet your match yeah i think she enjoys being the show absolutely i enjoy 
being on this show, Out of the Closet Sports, with you, Rosa Rose Hirsch. I have so enjoyed being on this we show. We are so thrilled that you could come and hang out with us. Thank this you for having me. such a fun uh, episode. We've learned so much about Taylor. We learned a lot about Travis. Mm-hmm. We learned about love. We learned, I learned about feminism. I learned so much about sports. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the game time. I don't know. Did we win or did we lose? We always win, baby. We always won. And we played the game well. That's all the time we have for Out of the Closet Sports. I'm Zach Booth. I'm Melissa Rose Hirsch. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.